The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Dr. Claudia McKella. Happy Thanksgiving weekend, Dr. Claudia. Thank you so much, Tina. I'm really looking forward to an extra day off. Before you take a break, though, this weekend, we have a few questions from our listeners. The first one comes from Jessie in Richmond Hill, and she has a question about acupuncture. She's heard that it could be used for PMS or perimenopause symptoms. Is this true? And how often would treatments be required? Would the acupuncture be scheduled according to a monthly cycle? Dr. Claudia, what would you suggest? Acupuncture is a natural method of restoring balance to the body and therefore the hormones. So yes, to answer the question, acupuncture would be very effective at treating hormonal irregularities, including PMS, menopause, perimenopause, all of the above. Now, the course of treatment will vary depending, first of all, on your acupuncturist. It'll vary depending on what symptoms you're experiencing. Many, many factors are involved. So my suggestion would be to find an acupuncturist that you feel comfortable working with, have them do the full examination, and they will decide how treatments will proceed. So sometimes it may be around a cycle, usually not. It'll be around um, kind of controlling the symptoms you're experiencing. You will have improved results. So you will have fewer hot flashes. You will have maybe fewer intense cramps around your menstrual cycle. So there will be improvements and changes with the use of acupuncture. Do the needles hurt? Not necessarily. There are a few points that can pinch, but it's no more than getting your blood drawn. So please don't worry about that. And where would the needles go if you're treating someone for PMS or perimenopause? The way acupuncture works, there's 12 meridians and they're associated with a different organ. And it's very different than Western medicine. But there are special meridians for uh, PMS. Uh, it would usually be in the spleen meridian. So lots of different points to do to achieve different results. Okay, our next question is from Jenna in Maple. Her daughter has recently complained of back pain, and their chiropractor has recommended laser therapy. What is it, and why use this over another method? And are there side effects? Lots of questions there. Yeah, very good. And that's a really, really interesting question because laser therapy is very effective. It's a light therapy. It reduces inflammation. It heals at the cellular level. In our own clinics, we do utilize laser. However, it's only as an adjunctive therapy. So I believe that it is effective. I have come across three studies that prove that there, with laser alone, you will have benefit and you will have reduced pain. However, it's very limited. So in our clinics, because of this results, we use a, an, a variety of modalities. So laser, ultrasound, we have shockwave, but our most important and our biggest and our big favorite is manual therapy. So if you're going to include laser therapy for your daughter's pain, which is completely effective, pain-free, no side effects, I would recommend doing something else as well. And what are those other things that you would recommend? So working on the tight muscle, it doesn't matter where it is, whether it's a low back pain, whether it's knee pain, whether it's neck pain, you still need to loosen muscles with manual therapies. Of course, I'm a big you know, advocate for the adjustment, uh, maybe training certain muscles to tighten up and others to relax, not just laser alone would be my recommendation. And would the laser be done on a regular basis? You can do laser every day, any time of the day and several times a day, but it's not necessary because the results in the studies that I have uh, say that doesn't matter how many times you do it, one to two times in a session is more than enough. 
Now, what if Jenna is reluctant to then go down the laser therapy road? Does she have these other options and would they be as effective? Absolutely. Laser is not the only way to treat pain. I, in my clinic, and when people see me, I use laser to reduce inflammation and to heal, like I said, at the cellular level. And then we use other modalities. I'm very big on hands-on. I love ultrasound. And depending on the injury, I also use some shockwave therapy. When we come back, the many benefits of a healthy home. This is the Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 105.9 The Region or email us info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region and this is the Wellness Prescription. I'm Tina Cortez and my co-host is Dr. Claudia McKilla. Dr. Claudia, you wanted to focus on the family home next and how it should be a safe place. Do you want to explain? Yes, that's right, Tina. The home is our safe place, a place where we gather as a family, we invite friends and loved ones to share and create those special memories. So when we imagine our home, it should provide you with that fuzzy, warm feeling and that sense that you're in a place where you can feel happy, you can feel safe and ultimately healthy. And are you going to feel that all the time, though? So not necessarily. You may walk in the door and feel like, oh my gosh, what a day I had. And it'll take you a few minutes to kind of, you know, erase all the negativity that you kind of felt through the day. But eventually you're going to take a few steps into that house and you're going to feel like this is where you belong and nothing else matters. So why did you want to do this topic and this show specifically? Because I believe that health really does start at your home. And like I said, after a long day with hectic schedules, every person needs a place to go to feel comforted and like the stresses of the day can be washed away. And I think the healing power in all of our homes and perhaps the feng shui of our home can help you. So everyone in the home, everyone who lives in those four walls should feel that same way. Absolutely. And they can. And that's why I decided to do a whole show on this topic of how to create that space, who to get to help you create that space, and why it's so important to have that space. And joining us next to discuss this further is Angel DePara of Earth Luck International. Welcome to the show, Angel. Thank you for having me. Angel, let's start with what is feng shui? Um, Feng shui is an analysis or a study of how our environment and the energies within our environment affect us. Not only um, the way we feel, but also our bodies, our health. Um, They also can help us or hurt us in our obstacles, uh, creating obstacles in in our careers, uh, our relationships, our way of thinking. It affects us entirely. One of the questions that I get often is, how can I be completely balanced? And because I've worked with you several times, I know that all of your remedies really help to support myself and my entire family. So in doing that, can you give us an example of, if we're discussing health, what part of your home should you focus on and what should you do to improve the health of your uh, family members? Well, the... the the way I practice feng shui is a little bit different than the way it's practiced in Asia. The, the way I go about it is first identifying if, in fact, the individuals have a problems with their health or, or how is their health going. And then I go back to taking a look at their home or their environment and seeing what is the, what, the energy that's causing the problem. Is it the location of their bedroom? Is it the location of their bed? Um, where is it that they spend a lot of time? 
because we, we tend to believe that it's all the fault or all of it lies within our home or environment, but there's also two other, one other factor uh, that plays a vital role, which is the individual's uh, birth chart when they were born. And that is what sets a, a lens of how we see life, and because of we see life in a certain way, then we make choices within our lives based on how we see it, and then these choices end up being the the consequences of these choices end up being the feng shui in our environment. So is it as a result of the environment itself or was it a result of the timing or how the individual is making choices? As we know that stress causes illnesses, but sometimes the stress is entirely only within the body of the individual because of their mindset or is it as a result of the environment of the individual, which is the consequences of the choices the individual made? So when I look at feng shui to see how is it that the environment is affecting them, I, I first have to assess the environment, and then, um, and then I make recommendations based on what I see in the environment. So th there's no um, cookie template that everyone can apply, like some books of feng shui out there, some practitioners of the feng shui practice that way. And how do you make this assessment? What exactly do you do in the home? There's, there's different formulas that we can use, you know, but they're all derived around the birth chart of an individual. The birth chart of the individual is very much like a DNA, but a DNA of the energy of the individual. So, for example, Angel, when you have done an assessment on my home, each and every member of the family has a different, gets a different assessment, and you give individual, you give remedies for each individual. So, for example, I know in my daughter's room, her remedy is different than my son's, and then my husband and I have different remedies too. And the point of doing that is based, the reason why you do that is because you've assessed our birth chart, for example, our birth date year um, and then you assess the home for based on where their bedrooms are located and what part of the home that energy is um, um, is affecting am I correct correct okay correct and also <clears throat> you have to take into consideration what is it that they do for example my my daughter is a cheerleader and she's a flyer so she gets thrown up in the air quite often <laughs> right. and for example this this month, she has broken bones, right? right? So there's uh, things that I will place in the environment of her room and of the house so I can try to assure that nothing like that takes place. You can't prevent the incidents. Like, for uh, example, last night, she, in practice, she was dropped. Wow. Coming out of one of the stunts. And she fell hard on her back. She didn't break anything. But I also had placed remedies within the home to assure that there wouldn't be any broken bone. If somebody wanted to use your services, so let's say somebody is sensing that their home environment is not um, allowing their potential, their health potential. If somebody were to seek your services, what would be the first thing you would do or would need from them? Well, the first thing uh, my office uh, requests from them is uh, location of their home. I can do the audit remotely. I don't have to be in your town because of the services that we have online that we can be very accurate scientifically. So we need the exact location of their home, and then I'll determine the, the orientation of their home, a basic floor plan of their house, even if it's hand-drawn, 
um, we can get a gauge or access the, the condition of the home, the location of the bedrooms, where they spend a lot of time, which door is the entry point into the home, because that is what allows energy into the home that will affect that individual. And then um, their birth date, because we can't do anything without a birth date. And, and a brief description of what they do for a living, um, because sometimes we blame our environment, but sometimes it's the individuals in the wrong career that career choice itself is an energy. And it, it, their health issues might be coming because of their career choice or at work, and not necessarily at right. Angel, can I ask you, what do you want to say to those listeners, perhaps, who, who are skeptical, who think, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm buying this? You know, <laughs> I get that question often, <laughs> and I think it's my karma, because how I got <laughs> into feng shui is that my background is in aeronautical engineering field. So uh, I'm a licensed uh, airframe and power plant technician. I used to work for Goodyear, a subsidiary of Goodyear Aerospace, and I was in charge of quality control. Um, I did not believe in anything whatsoever that was metaphysical. I only believed in math and science until one day my ex-wife went to a psychic, and um, the psychic knew many things about us. Even when I went to him to discredit him, to my ex-wife, as soon as he held my hand at hello, he, he looked around me and said, how come there's so many airplanes around you? He either work in aviation or near the airport. And I was fascinated by that, and, and that led to a, a, a six-year-long journey looking into metaphysics, and that's how I stumbled into feng shui. But we all know, and, and no matter where you live uh, in the world, there's always those problem locations that we see businesses open and then they close. And every single person has seen that. Right? Or you see apartments that have difficult tenants and they always have the similar issues or problem issues. And that is feng shui. And just like you can also see difficult locations, right? you also have locations that everything that goes there prospers. You know, right. and that's an example of feng shui. If you want to provide uh, listeners with one tip that they can apply immediately, what would that be? No matter what you're trying to achieve, if you're having problems doing it, right, you're, you're experiencing obstacles, either with your health, professionally, or romantically, try changing things in your environment. Meaning, if you always sit at this desk at work and it's not going for you well, try shifting the monitor to another direction an entirely a different cardinal direction. And the same thing happens at home. If you're sick at home and you've been sick for quite some time, try changing the position of your bed within the bedroom or try sleeping in another bedroom. Right. And don't go by feeling, okay? Because um, many people gauge if this room is good for me or the, the core is good for me by the way they feel. That's not a good indicator because for, I'll use an example of a car. A Ferrari, if you were to drive a Ferrari daily, it's a beautiful car. It goes very fast, but it's a bumpy ride. And what will happen is that you might not necessarily feel good, but if you want it to get there fast, it will get you there fast. So don't go by the way you feel, because sometimes an energy that's good for you might not necessarily be the one that feels the best, hmm, but right. it will get you your results. That's awesome information, Angel. Thank you so much for joining us today. If our listeners need more information and, and where to find you, where can they go? 
Well, you can reach us at my website is www.earthluck.com. That's E-A-R-T-H-L-U-C-K.com. That's awesome. Angel, thank you so much for joining us today. We wish you an amazing Sunday. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. When we come back, tips to design your home space. This is The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Connect with us on Twitter at 105.9 The Region or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. More with Dr. Claudia and The Wellness Prescription still to come. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and this is The Wellness Prescription. I'm Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Dr. Claudia McKella. We continue our focus on the home with our next guest, David Arduini of Albert David Design. David, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. We have a bunch of questions for you. So when designing a home or living space, what do you try to create for a family, for a couple, or even an individual? So first off, uh, the design process starts with our initial consultation. And our basic focus here is to understand more so the family or the couple or the individual's lifestyle. Um, there's a big concept that interior design is always just based on the aesthetics of the home. Uh, but in order to achieve this in, in the best possible way, we kind of start with the three Fs, which is functionality, flow, and feel. And I think these formalities is, is an important part of the design process, and it helps to create a beautiful space for the clients, but also help to promote a, a healthy and nurturing um, living environment for them too. I love the idea of the three F's and the one that stuck out for me was the last one, the feel, because I'm really big on the feel. So my question is, when you are helping a person design this living space, where do you find that people want to apply most of their effort, most of their time and most of their money, essentially? And how do we create that special feel for them? Yeah, so it's a great question. So um, typically the areas in the home where families gather the most uh, are the kitchen, the great room are also known as the family room, but also another important uh, room in the in the home is the master retreat, which I like to call it because to me it's like an area where your day begins and uh, and an area where the day ends. So again, those are just some you know some of the main areas that I feel are the main focus and where people tend to um, sort of gravitate towards when you know when we're talking about their home. Um, and then when we start with those spaces, we kind of feed off of those and and follow through with other areas in the home. So that master retreat, I love the sound of that. That must be a new concept because I would love to have a place where I could personally retreat to after having spent the time with my family. So master retreat for me would be a great place for me to kind of regroup. And I like the sound of that. So tell me a little bit about a little bit more about that. So it's a great question. Um, Basically, when we're starting to design a space, especially uh, like you were talking about the master retreat, we, again, focus on the lifestyle of, of the couple in this situation. And a lot of times we'll build in a fireplace with a lounge, a sitting area. So couples can kind of just retreat into that space and unwind after you know a stressful day. Um, we look at the dressing area. Another main, another main focus in this space, and uh, we like to keep it open as well into the bedroom. And as we move into the master bathroom area, same thing. We keep it a very open concept. Um, we use a lot of glass, uh, a lot of light tiles in there to keep things uh, open and fresh. And just so that when people walk in, there's not that sense of darkness. There's that sense of you know relief after long day's work. Right. And, and to get that feel, do you interview the family? 
to get that sense of what they want in these spaces? Of course, yeah. We always ask for inspiration images. I mean, everybody to some degree knows what they want or at least what they like. And then we kind of feed off of that and we play off of, you know, different uh, design concepts that help to build, you know, the overall final, um, final product for them. And at least when they walk into it, at the end of the day, it's their space that they're living in. So we want them to feel comfortable and be able to, uh, to enjoy the space for, you know, a lifetime. Yeah, inspiration images. I think that's great because when I'm treating clients and I'm telling them about how to create balance in their lives, I actually have them do a vision board. And what usually comes up is the idea of what they want their life to look like and pictures of their dream home come up. And I always say, you don't have to wait to have a dream home, create your dream home. Exactly. And it doesn't have to be a large space, does it? No, absolutely not. I mean, there's houses out there, you know, that are of all sizes. And and I think just um, the way it's designed and the materials that are used. And again, there's different price points, different uh, budgets. um, But regardless, you can achieve a space that's going to help to live a healthy and balanced lifestyle. And how do you bring all the ideas together? Because I'm sure that, you know, especially if you've got a couple of people in a household or even more, everyone's got an idea of what they want or what they see. How do you bring those ideas together? Absolutely. And it's funny you say that because sometimes I almost feel like, you know, a marriage counselor and I'm sitting in these <laughs> these consultations. And uh, again, everybody's got their input. And some way, somehow, we always come to a happy medium with everybody. And again, I, I just find that, I mean, again, there's designers out there for everybody. Some are catering more, more towards a traditional environment, more, you know, towards a modern environment. Um, I tend to stay sort of in the middle and keep things very timeless and, and classic and, you uh, Again, I just, uh, once everybody sort of sits down as a family and we discuss what everybody's needs are, um, we sort of start with the concept and and we bring things together. And from there, we sort of uh, get down to the fine details and finally, you know, working on a finished product. And how does everything come together? Because especially if you've got a client who maybe doesn't want to part with a certain item. Okay, I'm talking about myself here. Um, (laughs) How do you get there? (laughs) you know what? We kind of we kind of call that more of like an eclectic feel. So if there's something that's very traditional <laughs> very kind. and or something that you can't part with, yeah, or if you're a hoarder, I mean, we uh, we can bring some of those elements into the space. I mean, that to me is something that you know lends itself towards a healthy lifestyle. I mean, it's something that you're passionate about, something that you love, and why not why not bring it into the space? One way or another, we can make it work. That is incredible, David. And I have a question. Last question sure. for you is, if you had to give your clients one word of advice in, in getting prepared to design a new living space, what would that be? Um, so my sort of model when, when it comes to design is, and it's also on my website, is there's no rules to creating a beautiful space. You just have to feel it. And I think it's important because, again, there's so many... Um, there's so many things out there that people are, are focused on, you know, a certain design style. And, but again, today there's so many different elements that you can bring into a space to make yourself feel comfortable in it. And my whole thing is if you, you know, my whole concept of that is if you feel it and you feel um, like it works for your lifestyle and, and balancing your health and everything else, bring it into the space. And, and again, one way or another, it all seems to come together. So, I mean, I can't really give something specific, but like I said, Just feel it. And I think you'll be able to really um, enjoy your space for a lifetime. For those who are out there and want to know about the latest trends, the latest colors, what are they right now? Um, I'm finding that a lot of the neutral tones and the grays seem to be um, seem to work for a lot of spaces. Um, You know, everybody's into the white kitchens these days and, you know, the white sort of porcelain marble looking tiles. Um, But 
I mean, we can break that up too. It's, it doesn't always have to be white because I find sometimes it's almost too much white, but uh, I tend to bring in a lot of the grays, different tones of grays. Sometimes I'll bring in tones of blue. Um, and again, just those contrasts, I, I feel like when you walk into a space, it gives that, uh, it gives that inviting, that openness, that, uh, that just sense of, of being home and, and, you know, being able to unwind. And, and do those colors still give you the warmth that you want in a home? Absolutely, they do. Uh, and that's why I tend to bring in some of the darker shades, like if we're bringing in the grays or the blues, uh, that just helps the contrast and offset some of the, you know, the brighter colors. And uh, and then again, you get that good balance, just like, you know, you want in your uh, in your lifestyle and your, in your health. That's awesome, David. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing all of the sanctuaries that you create for people. And if our listeners want to get a hold of you, how can they do that? Thank you for having me again. And uh, my website is albertdaviddesign.com or you can follow me on Instagram at albertdaviddesign. And Dr. Claudia, just before we wrap up the show, if our listeners want to connect with you directly, how can they do that? They can reach me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Machiella or just go to my website, thecenterforhealth.ca. That's our show for this week. If you missed any part of the wellness prescription, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. I'm Tina Cortez. Thanks for listening. Connect with us on Twitter at 1059theregion or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. Region.com. This is 1059 The Region.